What is going on, Life Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer Podcast. It is your boy, Brian Mark. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about removing negative thoughts. And I'm joined by my second half, my better half, my beautiful wife, Kirsten Mark. Hi, uh, this is the second and better half, Kirsten Mark. Cool. So guys, today's topic, we're going to make it as valuable as we possibly can for you, for the audience, so that you can learn how we think and how we move through our day. Because I truly do believe that one of the things that's helped us on our journeys and help us become more successful is the ability to completely eliminate negative thoughts. Because let's be honest, all of us have them. Like all of us feel this fear, the frustration, we get mm -hmm. angry, we get jealous, we get resentful, we get frustrated, we get overwhelmed. So like, I think a big key to success is learning how to not sit with those. Yeah, I think just like not giving the negative thoughts energy, like essentially, you guys, like, I don't think it's about just completely like, eliminating them altogether, especially if, if you're someone that's had a negative mindset for quite some time, like it's not just going to happen overnight. But the reason why your negative mindset feels like it's taking over why you feel like things are constantly negative is because you're literally giving it energy. Mm -hmm. It like it comes into your mind, something negative comes into your mind. And then you're talking about it to your best friend, you're thinking about it and festering on it all day. So you're giving it energy. And then what happens, it expands in your life. And I think for myself, and for Brian, like I can say now, like negative thoughts are a lot more rare than they used to be for me. Like I would say 99% of the day, I'm like, good to go. And, and I want to, I want to relate and I want to resonate because I agree. But I also think that for 95% of people, 95% of their minds are negative. And it's not your fault, by the way. This is literally how we're programmed. Like if you think about like, go watch the news for an hour and then come back and tell me how you feel. It's literally the headlines are going to be all negative. Like newspapers literally get paid when people read their stuff and people like reading about scandalous shit. They like reading about what's going on that's negative in the environment. It's negative in the news. It's negative in the world. And because people like reading about it and people like talking about it, like that's what's on people's minds. Mm -hmm. And so we're literally programmed. It's like when I was younger, my family used to say like money doesn't grow on trees. Like we would always talk about how it was a struggle for money and how same you know, shit, different day. That's same what my shit. dad used to always yeah. say, same, same shit, shit, different, different day. day. It's, and it's funny because it's like, how you doing? I'm fine. You know, that's why when people mm -hmm. ask us, how you doing? I was like, it's the best fucking day best of my life. Best day of my life. Always. But it's like, this is like, this is conditioned into us. First thing I want to say is like society sets you up to be negative. I truly do believe that. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe me, go look at all the newspaper headlines. Exactly. Go watch yes. the news for an hour and yeah. then come back and tell me how you feel. Like, I feel mm -hmm. like that's how we're conditioned. Proof. And also, I want to say that like, it doesn't have to be that way, True. right? It doesn't have to be that way. And it starts with how you show up on a day-to-day -day basis. So I want to talk about like some different areas that we might potentially feel negativity because I think that this is like super important. I want to kind of categorize it. So let's talk about some different categories. So I think let's talk about our own personal life. Let's talk about our business and let's talk about how we feel about ourselves. And our own personal life is like our relationships and like how we navigate with like, you know, maybe our own personal goals. Mm -hmm. And then our business and then how we like see ourselves. Let's talk about interpersonal relationships. Let's just break it down into health, wealth, and love to keep it easy. So like relationships, negativity. I think that too many people spend too much time hanging out with people that are draining their energy and holding them back. And that negativity ends up rubbing off on them. What do you think? Okay, can you repeat that last part? I think that too many people spend too much time hanging out with people that like drain their energy say negative things, and then that infects their consciousness. And I want to go to a level higher. I think too many people hang around people that don't want to see them win because they're keeping them stuck in their own negative ass fucking space. Mm. If somebody is struggling on a daily basis, 
it is very hard for them to want to see you win. So I think too many people are hanging around people that don't want to see them win. I think your direct circle should be people that want to see you win while like they cheer you on, you cheer them on. So I agree. Like also just people are holding on to relationships because they're people that they've known since they were 10 years old. And so that gives them like the idea that they're supposed to hang on to these relationships that are no longer serving them. Like sometimes people take different paths and then they're like trying so hard to reconnect, but they're just going in different directions. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. And like, I also think that too many people are hanging around people that don't want to see them win, which is why we're like highly successful. You guys, my business, Brian's business, our house, we just got a house in the Dominican. I have lost so many people due to just like those jealous hatred, like don't actually genuinely want to see win, which is why our circle is so small, which is also why it's like, I think it's so important for me, every single person in my life. I don't care if like Cole De Silva just hit a million followers, celebrated that with him so hard. I don't feel any sort of like intimidation. I just pull inspiration from him. Yeah. Right. So it's like your circle should want to see you win and genuinely want to see you win. I love that. I also want to touch on this and I want to like, I'm going to give you a view on relationships that you might view as transactional, but this is just the truth is I view relationships as like, first of all, as an individual, I give fucking everything I possibly have to every single person that I meet. That's Mm -hmm. like how I operate. And I also view relationships in a transactional sense, meaning you either add value to my life or you take it away, period. And like that viewpoint of the world is like, I want to be around people that like when I'm around them, I benefit them. And when they're around me, they benefit me. Those are the types of relationships I want to have. Like I want to have a symbiotic relationship where like, both parties involved are benefiting from that relationship. Absolutely. I think that there's a lot of people that are listening to this right now that are hanging on to people that hold them back, that know they hold them back, but they're unwilling to have a very hard conversation with this person. And number one, potentially set some boundaries or number two, spend less time with them because you feel obligated to do so. I want to say something that's, I think, really important when it comes to relationships and how you deal with negativity Mm -hmm. in your life. It might not be your responsibility or your fault that somebody else is negative in your circle. Like that's not your responsibility or your fault. However, it is your responsibility and it is, you need to do something with it. If this person is consistently bringing you negative energy and it starts to impact you on a deep level, like if you start to show up different. And this yes, is the thing you can't, yes. you won't even be able to notice this. Okay. So this is the thing is like, if you've got somebody negative in your circle, you won't even notice that you're showing up as a lower level of yourself, but you are. Okay. There's somebody that every single time you talk to them, you're like, fuck. Yes. You're showing up as a lower level version of yourself because yeah. you're literally keeping people around you yeah. that are holding you back. And yeah. because these people are taking up space in your life, it is impossible for you to make space for people that will actually want to see you in. Dude, I had full body goosebumps, like absolutely, you guys, this is the way like in simple terms that it should work. Okay. So you wake up in the morning and you fill your own cup. You do your affirmations. You light your little incense, your fucking candles, whatever you do, you read your vision, whatever works for you, you fill your own cup in the morning. Your relationships in your life should also fill your cup. If someone isn't filling your cup, if there's a person in your life that every single time you are around them, you feel drained, that is a sure sign that you should not be around that person. And yep. it doesn't fucking matter. Like, but it's my mom. Then spend less time with your fucking mom. Yeah. Like straight up. It's like a lot of people don't understand the importance of like who you surround yourself with. That's why when you guys ask me how many friends I have, I could name them all on one hand. Yeah. So let's touch on relationships for one more second, because if somebody's negative in your life and they're like draining you back, they're holding you back, et cetera, mm-hmm. you can feel it. 
step number one is to grow a set of balls or lady balls and have a hard conversation with this person and be like, listen, like mom, I love you. But every single time I talk to you, I feel less able to succeed because you literally drag me down. You tell me that it's not possible. You're like not supportive of me and what I want to do and my Mm. ambitions. Mm. And I need your support because I love you, but I need you to fully support me and not negatively talk about me and my goals and what I'm trying to accomplish. So period. First step is to draw a boundary. And then second step is to respect the boundary. Like, and if this behavior doesn't change, that's when you start spending less time. So negativity in your personal relationships is like a hundred percent of you thing first. And then if they're not willing to meet your, you know, respect your boundaries, then that's where you start spending less time. And I think like, that's when you essentially create a boundary that you can keep yourself, right? Like you verbalize a boundary that requires them to respect like, Hey, we're not going to talk about this. Even just like, okay, we disagree. Like you can, like, there's certain things that you like think and that I think differently. We'll disagree to disagree. That's cool. Right. But if you set a boundary and they don't respect that boundary, then you take things into your own hands. Yeah. You now set the boundary yourself. And I just want to say one more thing, super fucking quick. Cause I think it's important. There's people that will like complain about the same thing over and over and over again, the same thing mm. over and over. And that used to be me to a T. And I remember my sister being like, how long are you going to fucking talk about this? Mm. Like, I have no more advice left you to give. Yeah. So like, again, like you might feel bad because it might be somebody that's in a relationship that's super shitty where their partner isn't treating them right, but they're making the choice to stay in the relationship. They're continuing to bring up the same thing over and over to you without taking any action. One of the best things my sister ever said to me was like, I don't want to hear it anymore. And I was like, this is my best friend and she doesn't want to hear my shit anymore. Right? So you're holding back how you actually feel when what you actually feel is probably going to be the thing that moves them forward. So now let's talk about negativity in relation to your own goals. You know, you have goals that you want to achieve. You know, let's say you want to hit $10,000 a month in your online Mm -hmm. coaching business, or you want to lose that 20 pounds, or you want to get in the best shape of your life, build a booty as big as Kirshen's. These are your goals. These are your dreams. These are your ambitions. But then before you even fucking start, you're like looking at all the what ifs of like, oh, what if it fucking doesn't work? And Mm -hmm. what if I Mm -hmm. try this thing? It doesn't work out. And what if this scenario happens that like prevents me from going to the gym? And what if I go away this summer and because I'm going away, I won't be able to stick to my fitness plan? And what if, what if, what if? This is the fucking thing. Okay. So for all of you that have negativity in relation to your own goals, I think that so many people never actually commit to going all in because they're like all these what if scenarios that are going to happen and they might fail. Newsflash, Mm -hmm. you're going to fail. That's a part of it. It is. It is. That's a part of it. And the sooner that you can accept the fact that you are going to fail at that thing that you want to do, Mm -hmm. the sooner that you will start to take massive action so that you can start getting closer to success. Yeah. So many people hold themselves back and they're negative about their potential. And so Mm -hmm. they don't actually go all in and give all of their effort towards their vision because they think that they're going to fail. But in the process, like the only failure that you have is that you're playing at fucking 50% Mm -hmm. of your potential. And I think like, this is going to touch on this perfectly. I think like you're not using language that supports your goals. So I'm going to give an example. So many people are like, I'm not a morning person. And I truly believe that anyone that gets six to eight hours of sleep can be a fucking morning person. So you're not a morning person. And then you tell your husband, I'm not a morning person. Your husband sees you in the morning and he's like, yeah, she's not a morning person. So now everyone around you is reaffirming that identity that you think is you, but it's not you. That's not fucking you. So the words that you're using are not supporting your goals. Mm -hmm. I'm not a morning person. My entire family is overweight, which I've used your scenario over and over again because Brian's family is, right, overweight. Brian is what? Not, right? 
Yeah. Just because your family is a certain way doesn't mean that it's going to be a certain way for you. But the words that you're using are not supporting your goals. So whenever you speak about your goals, ask yourself, like, is this something that is supporting my weight loss goal? Is this something that is supporting my business goal? Is this something that's supporting my relationship goal? Or are these words not supporting? Here's the thing. And I love what you just said that. So like, just because this is what it used to be doesn't yes. mean that's what it's going to be. Exactly. All right. Just because that's what it used to be doesn't mean that's what it's going to be. And here's the thing that most of you guys do is like you fail once and you're like, oh man, I already tried that. Yeah. I already tried to build that business. It doesn't work. It doesn't for me. work for me. Yes. I'm like, you know, I tried that back in 2019 and it, I just wasn't cut out for it. Mm -hmm. You know, I already tried yes. to lose the weight and it didn't work out for me the first time. Of fucking course it didn't. You've been overweight your whole life and you go on a weight loss journey for three weeks and you expect that you're going to lose the 20 pounds. Like, what are we talking about? Of course it's going to suck. But I think that like one of my mentors said this to me and I think it really resonated. And it's like, like you can either live in your history or you can live in your vision. And for me, it's like, I want you guys to understand something. I think this is really important. Mm -hmm. You get to decide mm -hmm. and whether or not you like that and whether or not you approve of that, whether or not you want to embrace that power, you are currently deciding. If you're overweight, you have decided to be overweight. You're the one that chose to eat the fucking food. You're the one that chose not to go to the gym. You're the one that chose not to get up early and like do what needed to get done. You're the one that chose not to hit your steps and to watch TV instead. You decided, period, end stop. It's like yes. you get to decide. Yes. And when you realize that you get to decide, yes. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to start making some fucking different decisions now right? I'm going to decide that I'm going to get fit. And then I'm going to decide that failure isn't an option. And so when these negative thoughts come in, and we're going to talk about this in a minute, when these negative thoughts come in, I'm literally not going to fucking listen, because mm -hmm. I just decided that I'm going to be fit. I decided that I'm going to build that business. And I'm never, ever, ever going back on that decision, period. End stop. Yeah. And also like just embracing that it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be different and it's going to feel weird in your body. So say for example, because we're talking about food, say you're super used to eating McDonald's burgers every single evening. Okay. So every single evening you go and you get your Big Mac, you then replace that Big Mac burger for a nice like chicken salad. You're going to say things like, well, I don't like it. It doesn't taste good. It is absolutely wild how I have shifted my relationship with food over the course of three to four years. For some of you guys that don't know this, I had a very severe binge eating disorder for two years of my life. And for me now, it's like, I just like wouldn't eat a full pizza, not because it doesn't taste good, but because it doesn't make me feel good. And I would genuinely prefer to make something at home where I know like what ingredients I'm putting into the food, but that's not always how it has been. Like after my binge eating disorder, like when I was like, I'm fucking done, I've hit rock bottom, like I need to change. It was a battle every single day. My mind was constantly telling me like, eat the candy. You don't like healthy food. You're never going to be able to fix your relationship with food. Look at how like, how far you've let this go. My mind constantly felt like it was against me. Fast forward two to three years. I literally love hitting my macros. When I make popcorn, it's like stovetop popcorn, like healthy, natural, less fat, because I fucking know that's what makes me feel good. Right? So like you have to shift your identity. And when you're shifting your identity to someone who like eats healthy, going from someone who has ate unhealthy for five to six years, yeah, the fucking salad isn't going to taste as good. It's going to taste really fucking good when you look in the mirror and you've dropped 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. Right? But like that doesn't happen just like that. And so like so many people turn their backs on their goals when it gets uncomfortable. And it's like, mm -hmm. don't you realize that's what it's supposed to be like?
That's exactly. That's yes. what it's supposed to be like. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. And when those uncomfortable emotions come, when you're starting to transform your life, when you're starting to transform your body, when you transform your business and things start to work out for you, Mm -hmm. when those uncomfortable emotions come, what ends up happening is we end up reverting back to what we know because everybody write this down. The devil that we know is better than the devil that we don't. And that's why it's like, yeah, you might not like, and you might not like being overweight, but you Mm -hmm. fucking, if it's comfortable to order the skip the dishes, Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, you might not like struggling for money, but it's comfortable to watch fucking TV instead of studying content. That's going to make you a better person, right? It's like the devil that we know is better than the devil that we don't. And so, because we don't know what the next level looks like of like, the most fit version of ourselves, the most mm-hmm. confident version of ourselves, where we actually feel the best we've ever felt because we don't know what that looks like. It's like, as soon as those uncomfortable emotions and thoughts start to come in, we revert back to our old identity. When the key is you got to keep fucking pushing forward, you guys. Oh my God, yes. You've got to keep pushing forward. You've got to keep moving forward. That's the key to success is you've got to keep moving forward. You've got to keep pushing forward. Like that really is the goal, right? And this is, let's let's transition now to like, how we deal with our own negative thoughts internally, because this is really the juice. All right. This is the fucking juice. Can I say one more thing? Yeah. Super quick. I have keep moving forward tattooed on my foot because of how important it is. Like just a reminder daily to keep moving forward. Also just like to give you guys like this all ties in together, right? So you make the decision with your goals to Mm -hmm. take better care of yourself. Now, all of a sudden the people in your life that maybe were supporting you when you were eating shitty. Now, all of a sudden there's a disconnect there. So you see how everything's connected as you start to grow, like they will have to grow with you or they need to be able to like support your growth at the very least. Right. And that's where you start to feel a disconnect. You make this decision. Now all of a sudden you're different and the people around you are trying to pull you back to that comfortability, Mm -hmm. not for you, but for their own Mm -hmm. safe mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then they'll try to pull you back and they'll be like, you've changed. Yes. You changed. You know, you're different. Why are you like, just chill, homie. You used to come up for drinks with us. You, you can't to, even a couple have a couple drinks now. You're you don't, boring. You don't even eat chicken wings at the bar anymore. Are you yeah. joking? Like what? It's called balance. It's called balance. What are you talking about? Yeah. Right. So yeah. listen, you guys, let's, let's talk about how to deal with negative thoughts with yourself. Yes. Because this is super fucking important. I want everyone to understand this. Okay. I do not entertain negative thoughts in my mind. Write that in the comments if you're watching this. Live. I do not entertain negative thoughts in Boom. my mind. Yes. This is what's worked for me and maybe it'll work for you. I'm going to explain how I view negativity in my own perception and hopefully it helps you. I'm a fucking human, okay? And I'm running two businesses. And as I'm running these businesses, of course, there's going to be moments of self-doubt and fear and frustration, et cetera. There's going to be moments in time where I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I don't know if I've got what it takes. I don't know if like I can pull this off. Like when I took over the 75% of Iron Energy Gym in West Kelowna, 20,000 square foot gym, I literally, there was a six month time frame where like, I felt like I was going to fucking crumble. I was like, I don't Mm -hmm. know if I'm going to be able to Mm -hmm. make it. But understand this. I do not entertain negative thoughts. And so what that means is like, guys, the mind is a powerful thing. And if we're not aware of it, like it can quickly get out of hand and out of control. Mm -hmm. And how many of you can relate with this idea where when you have a negative thought, like let's say you have a feeling of self-doubt, 
And maybe you sit with that feeling of self-doubt for a little bit too long. And then that feeling of self-doubt starts leading you to overthinking. And you're like, holy fuck, maybe this is all going to crumble. Maybe I'm just not worth it. Maybe it's like not my time. Maybe I'm, I should go back and find something more secure. Maybe I should go back to that thing that I know how to do. How many of you guys relate to that? You cannot entertain those thoughts. And so I made a decision to become a master of my own psychology. And I made a decision to become a master of my own mind. And I made a decision that I'm going to start becoming aware of my negative thoughts, and then I'm going to start to remove them. So here's what I did. And then Kirsten's going to share what she did. Okay. So first things first is I made the commitment that every single day I was going to do some form of meditation every single day. Why? The same reason I shower every day. The same reason I brush my teeth every single day, because if I don't brush my teeth, my mouth will smell. And if I don't meditate, my mind will reek of negativity. And so I made the decision that meditating was just as important as brushing my teeth in terms of cleansing my mind. Okay. So every single day I do some form of meditation. If you don't know where to start with meditation, literally go to YouTube, search 10 minute guide to meditation. You will find one. I promise. Download an app called Headspace. You can start with three minutes. Start with meditation. Second thing I do is I have gratitude and my night with every single night. This is actually practice that me and Kirsten have started embodying over the course of the last two months. Every single night we end with gratitude. And when we end with gratitude, we're like, what are we most grateful for today? Tell them what you were most grateful for yesterday. I was most grateful for my wife's giant ass. Every question he was like sitting there giggling. It was, it was fucking, (laughs) it was really funny. But it's like, I focus on what's working. I focus on what's good. I focus on what I'm happy about with my life so that I give that opportunity more to expand. So I meditate every single day. I express gratitude. And this is the fucking thing. Okay. This number three is important. And number three is something that like me and Kirsten have worked on a lot over the course of the last three years. I don't gossip or entertain gossip at all, at all. Zero. Still working on that. Zero. I do not gossip at all or entertain gossip at all. If somebody brings something to my attention where they're like, Hey, did you hear? I'm like, don't even fucking tell me. I do not care at all. I do not want to know their opinion. And I don't want to hear about it. Did you hear about it? I don't fucking care. Don't tell me about it ever. I remember when Jax first started working for me, he actually sent me, this is a funny story. Remember this little Jackson? He sent me a story and he like, he's like, did you see this? And I fucking blew a gasket. I was like, never, ever, ever, ever gossip with me ever about anything. I'm like, I do not care. Why? Because I don't fucking, this is not going to add value to my life. Okay. So I don't gossip. So for me, anytime you're talking about another person negatively, you're losing. Mm -hmm. That's your own fucking mind, Mm -hmm. entertaining negative thoughts. So number three is I never, ever gossip. It's fucking a complete waste of time. Sometimes you need to vent to your best friend. Fine, I get it. We're all human, but I don't entertain gossip and I choose not to engage with it because I'm not a fucking negative person. I'm a highly successful motherfucker. Number four, and this is important as well, is I release negativity as soon as it comes in. Like you got to become aware, you guys. And sometimes that's why it's good to have a partner with you that's on this journey. Maybe it's your best friend. Maybe it's your significant other. Maybe whoever it is, maybe it's your social circle, right? But I release negativity. So like, if I'm talking to Cole, let's say I'm like, you know, me and Cole are going off. He'll literally be like, are you done? Are you done now? Are we ready to move past this? And I'm like, okay, okay, I'm done. You got to release it. You guys, Mm -hmm. you got to release it. You can't fucking entertain it. You've got to fucking release it. If you don't release it, it will fester. And if it festers, it will infect Mm -hmm. everything. Because if you have something that's negative that happened at work, and then you come into your night with your significant other, and then all of a sudden you're literally just projecting all of this energy onto your significant other. And you're like, here you go. Here's all the negativity from my day. Hope you enjoy it. Like, I don't like doing that. And so I choose not to, I, I choose to release it and I choose to let it go. And the fifth thing, then I'm going to shut the fuck up and I'm going to let you talk. Fifth thing is community. You guys, you got to have a community, man. 
You've got to have a community. That's why I love coaching my online trainers inside of the Change Jobs Academy, inside of the 10K Mastermind, the Million Dollar Mastermind, because the community that we've created inside of this group is literally second to none. Also, that's why you're following Kirsten on social media. That's why you're following me on social media, because I'm trying to create a community of people yes, that like, like share similar beliefs yes. and share similar values. You got to have a community. You got to stay tapped into people that think like you think, that move like you move, that want to be successful, that want to drive you. And a big part of that is like, you won't be able to have a community if you're hanging out with people that are holding you back. Yeah. Fuck. Yes. Okay. I want to just like, once again, reiterate how like these all tie in together, because for example, when Brian's going through those moments where he's like lacking, like belief in himself, he vocalizes it to me. And what do I do? I literally support him. I do not say, oh, maybe it is a bad idea. Maybe we are going to fail. I don't feed into it. I'm like, you're Brian Mark, and you can literally do anything you put your mind to. Imagine if I came to you and I was like, my program with Dawn is really hard right now. I think I'm just going to dip. And you were like, yeah, fuck it. Like, don't do that, right? Like, that's why support from your partners is so important. When I'm feeling down, Brian has my best interest, not the interest that's best for him, my actual best interest. And it's the same for me. So when he even has so much of a negative thought, if you have a negative thought, don't go to your fucking friend that is full of negativity and say, I'm feeling this. You'd be like, you should feel that way. Life is really hard, that, right? Yes, yes. I love that. So it's like, I it's like, that. it's not to say that Brian and I are perfect, but we actually support each other's best interests, you guys. So when Brian comes to me and he has, cause we are not perfect or I come to Brian, Brian gives me a pep talk. He's like, you're Kirsten Mark. You're a badass bitch. You can literally do anything. Like, who's my boss bitch? Like, that's what you do. And then I'm like, oh, you're right. But if you were to say, yeah, this terrible idea, what are you doing? I'd be like, oh my God, is it a terrible idea? Because mm -hmm. you're my partner. Okay. So the next thing is obviously how we worked on this ourselves. I think like, I actually just found uh, my old phone yesterday. And this is all going to make sense once I start talking about it. Okay. I found my old phone and I turned it on. And I found some of like the old conversations for me and Brian. There was also old conversations from like people that I had talked to way back when. And the level of insecurity and desperation I had when I talked to males was absolutely fucking horrifically embarrassing. Like it is embarrassing. And I got to a place where I was like so sick of being the girl that blacked out every single fucking weekend. Like it was weird if I remembered the evening. I was so sick of being the girl that was like waiting for a guy to reach out to me, like waiting by my phone in order for me to have a good evening. Like I was so sick of being that person that I forced myself to work on myself. And I also had to force myself to leave the circle of people that I was around. So my first step was removing myself from people that weren't serving a higher level version of me. Like you guys, like, I'm not joking. Like I was fucking pathetic. And that's like, I'm not like, I don't want to feed into that. But I think that also like realizing that and it like being painful enough for me to be like, I don't want to be that insecure person waiting on a fucking man's text in order for me to enjoy my day. I don't want to be the girl that goes out and needs to consume 50 fucking tequila shots in order to feel like she's going to be socially fucking acceptable. Like, I don't want to be that person anymore. And there's probably some of you guys that are watching this right now that you're like, yeah, I don't want to be that fucking bitch. I don't want to be that person. And so the person I was was painful enough for me to be like, this needs to change and this needs to change now. And the most important thing that like for me, and I don't think Brian touched on this because I feel like we're kind of different in this sense is like small, sustainable steps. I started making small changes, started making small changes to my morning routine, started to listen to like a little motivation clip just while I was laying in bed started to go to the gym a little bit earlier, started to surround myself around people that were doing what I wanted to do, whether that was like people in my direct like 
city or if I was finding those people online, like you yeah. joining your coaching program, started surrounding myself with people that supported goals. And I started removing the people that didn't like plain and simple. I started, I think I just understood, like I was made for so much more. I was just embarrassed of myself. Like I really yeah. was. And like that, like turning on my phone yesterday just reminded me of like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> holy freaking shit, dude. Look how far you've come. I know, exactly. And I think that I speak, I've told Brian this before. I like use my storybook as someone else's survival guide, but I also told Brian is like, I don't want to stay stuck there, right? Because yeah. obviously like those emotions come up, but it's really cool for me now to see that like that girl it feels like she was in another lifetime because today, like I show up confidently because I know my worth. I know the respect that I deserve. I know the value that I bring to this world, but there were so many choices that I had to make along the way. One, like decreasing my alcohol intake Two, removing, and I'll break it down kind of like Brian did decreasing my alcohol intake. That was fucking huge for me Two, removing people in my life that did not serve me on a higher level. Three, starting to take micro shifts on a daily basis that didn't seem like they were huge leaps because I would get overwhelmed. Like I was that person that would like do, try and do 75 hard, try and go from not going to the gym to going seven days a week, right? Mm -hmm. Like small sustainable steps. They say it takes 63 days to form a habit. And so what could you do starting today for 63 days that would improve your life? Ask yourself that. Because the micro shifts for me were like the ones that caused massive shifts over time. Mm. Guys, I think that, to wrap this up, I really do think that any of you listening to this right now, if you're listening to this right now, you have the ability to completely transform your life as soon as you make the decision, but you need to make the decision because one thing I want you to realize is whether or not you like it, you mm -hmm. are already deciding. Mm -hmm. You are deciding your financial situation. Yes. You are deciding what your physique and your body looks like and your health is like. You are deciding in this very moment, right? In this very moment. And so I want you to understand that if you have chosen up to this point to get you to where you are, then that means that you can choose a different reality, but yes. you literally yes. need yes. to decide. Yes. You need to decide that yes. like you are going to start taking actions that are going to benefit you and your future and your life. And you can either live in your history or you can live in your vision. And I don't know about you, but I would rather live in my vision. I don't want to go back to the trailer park. I don't want to go back to being broke. I don't want to go back to being overweight. That's not me because I'm not that fucking guy. And you can literally make that decision. Mm -hmm. You can go look at yourself in the fucking mirror after this podcast mm -hmm. and you can be like, I'm not that guy. I'm not that girl. Mm -hmm. I'm not this anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I'm making mm -hmm. a different decision. I'm going to start choosing my vision and deciding what kind of person I want to be. And then I'm going to align my thoughts and my actions, and my friends and my beliefs, and my character with that person, period. Fucking period. And one more thing to add, because you said something about like your financial state is your like responsibility, right? Yes. There's so many people that complain about their financial state and then are posting their new tattoos. Tattoos are like fucking 175 bucks an hour nowadays. There's so many people that are complaining about their financial state. I was one of them and are online shopping every week. There's mm -hmm. so many people that are complaining about their financial state that are literally getting Starbucks coffees every day, right? So like, if you are financially stuck, take a look at your bank account. I said this to my clients. I'm like, I guarantee if you show me your bank account, I'd show you where you could save money on things that aren't moving you forward. I also just want to briefly touch on this because I think that like, if you're financially stuck and you don't have any skills, then, and when I say you have low skill, like if you don't have marketing skills or sales skills or accounting skills or executive skills, or you haven't gone to university for education, like the only thing that you can do is trade more of your time. Like the mm -hmm. only way to make more money is to trade more of your time. 
and also to decrease the amount of money that you're spending. So obviously cutting your costs mm -hmm. and working more. Like if you want to make more money, like those are the two fucking options, cutting your costs and working more. And then mm -hmm. understanding that like people that have higher skills get paid more money, period. End of story. So if you aren't making a lot of money right now, then you need to invest in your education in whatever yes. way that is. Like if you're a mechanic that's never gone to university, but you know how to fix a car, like you're going to get a low paying job. But if you're a mechanic that gets a certification that has three years of experience, you're going to make more money. Mm -hmm. If you're a mechanic that gets a certification and then you get like a heavy duty mechanic certificate, you're going to make more money. And that same concept applies to any walk of life. Like yes. the more that you invest in your education, the more that you learn about your craft, the more money you're going to make. So again, it's all in your fucking hands. Dude, it's fucking insane. Because I even just think about like, when I invested in Brian, I had like no money, but I just like, okay, so I'm not going to go on this trip. I'm not going to buy a hundred dollars worth of booze for my night out at the bar. And I spent the money that I did have on Brian. And that money that I spent got me so much farther than a hundred dollars at fucking level night. Cup did, so. but I want to change that perspective because yeah. you weren't spending that money on me. You were investing in yourself. Yes, exactly. Yes. It's so like yes, you weren't spending the money on me, like investing in, in myself and like in my education and learning how to do better, be better. So I could eventually be financially free. So it's just like, Put your money where your mouth is. If your mouth is like, I want to do this, this, and this, and then fucking put your money there. Bet. Yes. Where do they find you? You can find me at the real Kirsten Mark on pretty much everything. Kirsten Mark, otherwise, dark hair, tattoos, big boobs. You? Mm. I am the real Brian Mark on Instagram, the Change Eyes Make Money on the Internet podcast. And I'm also dropping a lot of very fire content on my YouTube channel, Brian Whoa. Mark. This is a new thing. So if you guys want to subscribe to me on YouTube, get a lot more content like this and go follow me on YouTube at Brian Mark. All right, guys, have the best day ever. Talk to you guys soon. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.